All right, Tuesday night and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Just something real quick off of the pregame. It really is only one thing, I think, unless something else pops into my mind. But isn't it really interesting how Democrats love to hide flight logs? I mean, it's kind of weird, isn't it? They, you know, obviously they don't want to release the Jeffrey Epstein flight log. Um, they can't get Dick Durbin, <laughs> tricky little Dick Durbin to release to actually subpoena the flight logs. We'll get to. I know a judge is releasing parts of the flight log. We'll get that from the Gateway Pundit in just a minute. But it, you know, you have Hunter Biden flying in on Air Force Two at taxpayer expense. And they're supposed to release that log to the media so the media knows who's coming on and off Air Force Two, which. By the way, is what holds governments accountable is an actual dutiful media, media, which of course we don't have. We have the Goebbels, Pravda, Mockingbird media. But anyway, so it's just kind of funny how, and if you have nothing to hide, why do you leave? I mean, it, it's the same thing as Hunter Biden's business executives being left off the visitor's logs inside the White House, and now we know that they were there. And now you have Hunter Biden left off of the flight log on Air Force Two and then shows up at the White House. It's just kind of interesting. And it just I always just marvel at at Democrats, at leftists, sometimes rhinos for not standing up to leftists the way that they should. It's just kind of funny how how you can actually believe that you're right when all that your party does is lie. All that your party does is hide things. All that your party does is redact emails. All that your party does is use pseudonyms. I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, I, I, I really do. I mean, you may believe certain things political. You know, you may be a leftist, whatever. You believe in the Democratic Party. All they do is lie. You might go Republicans lie. Yeah, they do lie, but not nearly like the, all the Democrats. The Republicans lie, but all the Democrats do is lie. Yeah. That's all that they do. All right, so let's, speaking of lies, because we are, we are, we're under the auspices of a closed border. That's what we've been told, that we have a closed border. That, allegedly, we have a closed border. That's what Mallorca says, what Biden says, what Harris says, what Schumer says, what Pelosi says. That's what, J- that's what HHS says. That's what CBP has to say. You know, they have, we have a closed border. Of course, you get behind the scenes of the CBP, and they'll all tell you the truth, that the border is wide freaking open because it is. And we're setting new records, as I did on Saturday. I read off the list of Biden first and Biden world records. We have broken another one. So congratulations to the Biden, to the Biden regime. They've broken another record, which we'll get to in just a second. But let's set the table. Bill Malugin video breaking. Now it's Eagle Pass. Now we're back in Texas. We were, we did spend all of pretty much last month, all the way up to about two weeks ago in Arizona, where we saw a video of them actually cutting holes in the steel wall and running through by the thousands, which I just <laughs> want to set this up. The last record was set in Arizona. And that was 12,000 illegal contacts in a day. Right. Those are the ones we know about. And we know it's one to five. Another one of those 478 people that are on right now. You're going to, you know, the redundancy that I'm about to tell you. For the, they tell you 12,000, it's at least double. According to CPP statistics, it's double that up to five times as much as that. So it's really 24,000 people actually crossed in the world record day. That record has now been broken, just so everybody knows, and I'll get to the record number in just a second. Bill Malusian video, breaking video from a contact on the ground at Eagle Pass. We moved from Arizona. Now we're, in, we're setting records. Records in Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs is, if that's a term, if that's a word. Katie Hobbs, Arizona. And now we're in Greg Abbott's Texas. Abbott handles it better than Katie Hobbs does, but yet he could do way better. But he's starting to do things that are making it better. He's passing a law right now that's making it illegal for anybody to be illegally in Texas, which is what should be happening in, in Arizona and California and in every state. should be illegal 
to be in your state illegally. I mean, does that sound strange to you, Aaron? <laughs> no. I mean, is that illogical? I mean, shouldn't it be illegal to be in any part of the United States illegally? Sounds is, pretty is reasonable. Logical to you? Sounds reasonable. Okay, yeah. I, mean, I yeah. just wanted to run it yeah. by somebody else because, I mean, to me, that's really logical, isn't yeah. it? That you, it would be illegal to be somewhere illegally. <laughs> so here we are. So here we're, we're in Eagle Pass. Here's Bill Malugin. Play for me, Heather. No, that's the closed border. Just so everybody knows. You just saw it. That is the bot. Now, all these people are not waiting to cross the border. <laughs> these are everybody already crossed the border. See, they're on this side of the wall. They've already crossed the border. They're not waiting. And everybody, you know, people think, and I, and I watch other media, and I watch other shows, and I watch people who don't know what's going on in the world. It's amazing to me how people live in sweet oblivion. And as a matter of fact, sometimes I'm jealous of their sweet oblivion. Right. I really am that I didn't know that this was going on. Because eventually, I don't care who you are. Maybe you're just a sports enthusiast. And their whole life is wrapped up in your NFL team or whatever, and that's all you care about, college team, whatever it is. You don't know what's going on. This is what's going on, and eventually it's going to touch your life. It's going to touch your life because this is going on every day. And according to the Biden administration, as you heard in the pregame, where you hear John Kirby say that uh, we, you know, people saying that we left billions of dollars worth of, of military equipment in Afghanistan is inaccurate. The only problem is, is that we left $86 billion worth of military equipment in Afghanistan. So, I mean, you see, I mean, he just goes ahead and looks at factual data, staring him right in the eye, like literally me saying, there's no microphone in front of my face. What do you, you see a microphone in front of my face? There's no microphone in front of my face. That's the Democratic Party, namely the Biden administration, but it's every Democrat. It's right in front, you know, Jamal Bowman. I, I, I thought that was a, 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 a handle to unlock the door. When he pulled the fire alarm. <laughs> I mean, it's right there. Red says fire alarm on it. Yeah. And you're 50 something years old and have seen 5,000 fire alarms and or handles your entire life. Yeah. But he'll just go ahead and boldface lie with all the data, not just the data that's somewhere existing out on the internet or some file somewhere, but right before their freaking faces, they will say the border is closed. These are thousands upon tens of thousands. This is not 1,200 people. This is thousands upon tens of thousands who have already crossed the border, waiting now to be uh, cycled into the country. Now, how do you know? You're like, well, leftists will say, well, there's stringent policies of letting them. <laughs> They're already in, folks. Yeah, They're in Eagle Pass, Texas right here. They're already in the country. And they will now be released in buses and trains all over the United States. No idea who they are. No idea what their criminal record is. No idea if they're a pedophile. No idea if they're a rapist. No idea if they're a swindler. No idea what country they've come from. No idea if they're Hamas. No idea if they're a terrorist. None. That's the Biden administration. That is the, that is the actual truth about our country. As, as Alejandro Mayorkas tells you <laughs> that the border's closed. He says this is closed. It's just like John Kirby. We didn't leave $86 billion worth of high-tech military equipment in Afghanistan, making them the 26th largest army on the planet overnight. We didn't do that, except that we did. Yeah. So here it is. Let's go to the next one. Here's the record. Here it is. RNC research video. The new record. Me, 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 me. 12,600 illegal immigrants were encountered 
at the southern border over the past 24 hours, the highest single day total ever. More from Bill Malugin. Play for me, Heather. What we have, and the numbers just keep getting worse, those 12,600 encounters you mentioned, that is the highest single day total ever recorded, beating the previous record just a couple of weeks ago. And Eagle Pass is just getting completely overrun. Take a look at this video. Uh, a contact on the ground there sent us last night thousands upon thousands of migrants camped out waiting uh, to be processed by Border Patrol. I can tell you I've spent hundreds of days in Eagle Pass over the last couple of years. I've never seen the situation that bad there. Uh, and it is still going on this morning. Take a live look at our Fox News drone over Eagle Pass right now. You can see masses of migrants still camped out there waiting for Border Patrol. Uh, to take custody. These, are, these aren't a bunch of people that are masked after, day after day after day. Here's another view, just side by side that, Aaron, whenever you can. Uh, I don't need to, need to hear the verbiage on it. But in the next video that you see side by side is a Doc Pete Chambers video right here to the infrared so everybody knows this is actual factual. This is what's really happening. These are not people that are coagulated over days. Yes, there is some coagulation over days, but basically it's 12,000 encounters in a day, which sets the record, which I've told you, that the Biden administration is letting in 10,000 people a day. Trump administration, 8,000 people a month. The Biden administration, 10,000 people a day. And what Karine Jean-Pierre will say, what the Biden administration will say, what Alejandro Mayorkas, what he will say is that we need comprehensive, always remember their stupid terms, comprehensive immigration reform. So what, do you, what, what would be the immigration reform that's needed here? I mean, number one, a wall, and then number two, you don't really, do you even need a wall? Not necessarily. I've been in favor of a wall, of course. But do you even need a wall? No, just stop everybody and don't and kick everybody back into Mexico. Right. If you kicked everybody back into Mexico, where they're all coming from, because the Mexican government, through their, through their uh, support of the cartels, through the cartels funding them, just, the cartels are nothing more than Planned Parenthood is in America. Funding goes to them, then it goes back to the politicians. And that's what's going on with the Mexican cartels, too, which I can elaborate on for a long period of time, but I don't have time to do it. But all, all that's happened, if, if, this was, if the, all these people were actually kicked back into Mexico, Mexico would make sure they went back to Venezuela, Guatemala, China, get back on the boats to China, and various other locations. Because if you saw the video there, you saw people from all sorts of nationalities, Middle Eastern nationalities, Indian nationalities, of course, uh, Latin American nationalities, Chinese nationalities, all crossing. Right now, every single day, they have no idea who they are. You're like, well, they present an ID. <laughs> ID from where? Yeah. An ID from Bosnia? <laughs> how accurate do you think an ID from Bosnia is going to be? I mean, I mean, think about it. How, how, I mean, how, how, how accurate is an ID from Venezuela or Guatemala? There's no way to know who these people are. They're, they're unable to track them. There's no way to run a criminal history on any of these people. But this is the real state of our border, which our government testifies under oath, by the way, where we're going to get to our corrupt court system in a couple of minutes. When these people testify under oath, when you have Alejandro Mayorkas say the border's closed, Biden says the border's closed, Green Jean-Pierre's government official says the border's closed, understand that they are committing criminal acts by saying that, and up to treason, because you are not allowed. Obviously, if you are the administration occupying the White House, you're not allowed to allow, you're not allowed to allow an invasion of your country, which is what this is. 12,000 people, 12,600. 12, Congratulations. New world record by the Biden administration. All right, let's go to the next one. This is a, a 5D ME81 video. Mayorkas, now here's, the, now here's the testimony. Don't believe me. Here's the testimony from Mayorkas and others about the condition of the border. Play for me, Heather. Uh, the border is closed. The border is secure.
I want to be very clear. Our borders are not open. Border is secure. is closed. An intel arm of CBP is out with a new bulletin and it has a very alarming headline. It says foreign fighters of Israel-Hamas conflict may be encountered at the southwest border. Daily Caller got a copy of this material that was posted three days ago and it's warning about fighters from Hamas, Hezbollah and Islamic Jihad trying to exploit the poorest southern border because uh, and part of the concern is that they can see the same things that everybody else see sees. These numbers uh, a record 2.48 million encounters in a fiscal year, and among them, at least 172 people on the terror watch list. That is 172 who actually came face to face with law enforcement and didn't get away. Let me be clear. Our border is not open. Mas cruces, mas cruces, mas cruces. More people, more people. They're crossing. So there you go. On the record, Mallorca is saying our border's closed over and over again. And we have a record encounter of 12,600 people that were encountered that crossed our border in one day. That's in one day. One, one day, 12,600 people, while you have Mallorca testifying before Congress that the border's closed. That's at minimum perjury and maximum treason. That's an absolute fact. There's no, there's no hiding anymore. From the, from the T word, it is treason to allow an invasion of our border. Look at these numbers. And by the way, this is not this is a about a month old video, Rex. So this doesn't even count the 12,600 in a day, which I'm telling you they're allowing 10,000. And always remember, it's one to five times that many. It's at minimum 24, so we make it 25,200 people minimum that were allowed to cross that day in the world record day. 25,000 in a day, in a day that allowed that, I mean, that's the minimum. It could be five times that many. And here you go, record-breaking southern border encounters. Total in a fiscal year, 2,475,669. Those are the encounters, again, those are the people who are allowed in. There's the terrorist ones, 169. Look at, look at the Trump years. Let's see, terror watch list arrests. Trump years, first year of Trump, two. Second year of Trump, six. Uh, third year of Trump, zero. And fourth year of Trump, three. <laughs> so the best the Biden administration, I mean, again, if you're a leftist, it was brilliant, Aaron, leave this up for me. Yeah. If you're a leftist, how do you defend your freaking self? <laughs> I mean, how do you defend yourself? The best the Biden administration could offer is five times worse <laughs> than Trump's average. <laughs> five times worse than Trump's average. That's, the, that's their best year. And that was 21. 
15, 1,500. Tara watched list the rest. In 2022, 98. 98. How many times is that times three? I don't even know. Uh, let's see, four, uh, 30, uh, yeah, about 30, 31 times, 31 times worse than, the, than Trump's average year. Yeah. 31, 31 times worse than Trump's average year. And then you can make it the next one would be about double. So it'll be at 60 times worse than Trump's <laughs> average year is the next one. 60 times worse. And you defend yourself as a leftist? Please, if you, if you, have, any, if you have any abilities as far as, which I don't, cutting and shaping videos, cut out this little part and send it to a leftist. Tell them, how do you, how do you explain yourself? How do you excuse yourself? I mean, the, the best that you can do is five times, and the worst that you're doing is 60 times worse than the Trump administration. And, how, and explain to me how it is, if you look at this timeline, just using the terror watch list. And again, I could use you the list of at, when Trump left office, there's 8,000 people a month crossing the border. Now there's 10,000 people a day crossing the border. We can put that up there, too. Yeah. Um, if, if, you know, we don't have graphics to put that up. That's, the, that's, the, that's statistical fact. How do you defend yourself? I mean, how, how do you say that we need comprehensive? Go down this line right here from 17 to 20. Looks like there, the, the, <laughs> there wasn't any need for comprehensive immigration reform. No. The only need for comprehensive immigration reform is whenever a Democrat is in office. But the four years prior, none. And I mean, I'm, what is 2024 going to look like? When 169 from three, when Trump left office, three terror watch list arrests, to 169 in two and a half years. Amazing. And you and, and and leftists, you somehow feel like you're on the right track, that your ideas are correct? Explain to me how your ideas are correct or working in any way, shape, or form. All right, let's go to the next one. So we have a response coming now uh, because Greg Abbott's going, you know what? I don't, I'm not real keen <laughs> on having 169 arrests from the terror watch lifts. Going coming into coming into Texas, he's not keen on that. He's not keen on twelve thousand border asylum claims per day. He's not real keen on that. I'm not a giant Abbott fan. I'm because he's a COVID caver, but sometimes he does good things. And when you really want to fall in love with the guy, then just like Elon Musk, he lets you down. Hires a, a, a Linda Yaccarino. Yeah. But Elon, listen right now though, Elon's on a streak, and I'm starting to feel some heart music for the guy again. <laughs> He's doing some great things lately. But anyway, so back to the border. So Abbott's, Abbott's saying, you know what? I'm going to make it illegal for an illegal to be in the... I know it's hard to say, but I'm just it's the only way to communicate it. I'm going to make it illegal. I know it sounds redundant, and I know it sounds ridiculous, but we're in the age of safe and effective when yeah. it's not safe and effective. We're in the age of it's a closed border when it's an open border. We're in the age of, of hyperinflation doesn't exist, even though we're watching it exist. Like, oh, this is a great economy when you know it's a collapsing economy. We're in an inverted world. So, but Abbott, Abbott is, is making it illegal, I know, for illegals to be in Texas. <laughs> now, of course, that's, that's the federal government's job to make it illegal for illegals to be in the country. But now, since they're not doing their job, and by the way, you know, what's funny is, is that Katie Hobbs... Governor, fraudulent election winner over Kerry Lake for the, for the gubernatorial race in Arizona a couple years ago. She's now complaining to the federal government that she's not getting any federal government help. Why do you need help? Your dream has come true. Yeah. You have a wide open border, Katie. 
That's what you advocate for. Why are you not enjoying it? And I asked the same question to Kareen Jean-Pierre, which again, let me just go over qualifications. Qualifications for Kareen Jean-Pierre certainly is an IQ. <laughs> IQ is in the single digits for Kareen Jean-Pierre. We know that. But she is gay. She's yep. a lesbian. She, lo- she loves women. And she's black. So she qualifies to be the White House press secretary. I mean, just on those qualifications, those black and lesbian. That's right. We got it. Okay, so I'm like, those, are the, those are the only qualifications. It's just like the, uh, the president of Harvard. The previous president that they kicked out, they kicked him out because he said there's differences between men and women. That's why they <laughs> kicked him out. The previous president of Harvard was kicked out just a couple years ago. And what he said was that there are genetic differences between men and women. You know, there is kind of genetic difference when you're dealing with X, X and Y chromosomes. I mean, yeah. Right? I mean, that would be a genetic difference. Is that, and he got kicked out for that. And this is a guy who's a part of the World Bank, has written 151 uh, peer-reviewed papers, uh, is part of these multi-billion dollar corporations and entities. And she's written nine papers and was actually accused of plagiarism 41 times. <laughs> that's, who, that's who the current... She's accomplished zero in her life. Done nothing. Her last name's Gay, which is apropos. But <laughs> she's accomplished nothing but writing a few academic uh, academia papers yeah. and was accused of plagiarism 41 times. And she's currently the president of Harvard who's overseeing the chance of genocide the ge- genocide for the Jews on her, on her campus is fine with it. But anyway, so you have, back to the border, Abbott is saying, you know what? No more. I'm making it illegal. I'm making it a Texas law. Screw the feds. I'm making it a Texas law that it's illegal for illegals to be in the state of Texas. I don't care if they go into Florida. I don't care if they go to Louisiana. I don't care if Oklahoma, whatever it is. It's illegal for them to be in Texas, and we're either going to put them back in their own country or we're going to send them somewhere else. And I don't know why Corrine Jean-Pierre doesn't love it, but she doesn't. Play it for me, other. Uh, question on the new uh, uh, immigration law in Texas. Uh, does White House have any thoughts on that law? And uh, there appears to be some litigation that's starting over the law as well. Uh, so, um, look, this is an extreme law that will not and does not uh, make the communities in Texas safer. It just doesn't. And I think to add to that is that uh, it is very much in line with what Republicans, uh, many Republicans, uh, like to do or tend to do, which is demonize uh, immigrants and also uh, dehumanize immigrants. This is part of this. And so uh, this is not who we are as a country. This is not who we should be as a country. Uh, Communities should not, should not be uh, individually uh, targeted and put into into harm's way. And this is what we're seeing. Uh, Again, you know, this is something that Governor Abbott has done over and over again. There are pl- plenty of examples that I've listed out from here before, whether it's, le- whether it's leaving migrants in the side of the road in the middle of winter, uh, installed razor, razor, uh, razor wire near the border, making it more dangerous for Border Patrol to do th- their jobs, and placed bayous in the, in the river, making it harder for Border Patrol to do their jobs as well. So this is certainly um, uh, extreme as we see it, and it is incredibly unfortunate, but this is what we see from particular Republicans trying to dehumanize a group of people who are coming here, or some of them trying to uh, migrate here, uh, and and they're putting them in harm's way. They're putting them in harm's way. Humanizing and dehumanizing has nothing to do with it. Just like the school system, don't need you to demonstrate how to put a condom on a cucumber to my five-year-old. 
No. They're there to learn how to read, right? Maybe learn some history and play on the monkey bars. Whatever it may be, that's it. We don't need you to humanize, to humanize, lock down the freaking border. And she doesn't like it. She says that that, uh, Greg Abbott's um, policy of making it illegal for illegals to be in the state of Texas and shipping them all over the country to blue states. Why are you complaining? Yeah. Bring us your huddle masses. You're the ones who are always reading off the bottom of the Statue of Liberty. Just like before Kathy Ogle said, she used to go on CNN and read off of that, read off of the bottom <laughs> of the Statue of Liberty, and now says, don't come. Yeah. Don't, come to, come, don't come to New York. We're overwhelmed. Why are you overwhelmed? The more, the merrier. This is your policy. See, for me, I'd never be overwhelmed by a lack of abortion. <laughs> My policy is end abortion. Yeah. So if there were like, because uh, on average, about 1.2 million abortions per year. If we had 700,000 abortions next year, I'd be rejoicing. Yeah. I mean, 500,000 down. Give me more. Give me more. Give me more. Give me, give me, give me, give me 800,000 down next year. 900,000. million down next year. More, 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 more. Why don't they want more, 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 more? Here's the mayor, here's the mayor of Chicago. Why does he want more illegal immigrants? That's what he votes for. Is it good for the goose and not for the gander? You want him in Eagle Pass, Texas. You want him in Arizona. You want him in, in human Arizona, but you don't want him in Chicago. Mayor, Mayor Brandon Johnson, you don't want him in Chicago. Why? This is your policy. This is your legislation. This is your administration. You wanted a wide open border. You got a wide open border. Oh, you don't want a wide open border for you. You want a wide open border for me. Just like you want to have guns protecting you, but you don't want me to have guns protecting me. You want walls protecting you, but no walls protecting me. The hypocrites. So I don't know why Brandon Johnson isn't happy that he's being overwhelmed with what he loves. Illegal immigrants. Play for me, other. The issue is not just how we respond in the city of Chicago. It's the fact that we have a governor, a governor, an elected official in the state of Texas that is placing families on buses without shoes, cold, wet, tired, hungry, afraid, traumatized, and then they come to the city of Chicago where we have homelessness, we have mental health clinics that have been shut down and closed, you have people who are seeking employment. The, the governor of Texas needs to take a look in the mirror of the chaos that he is causing for this country. This is not just a Chicago dynamic. He is attacking our How's he causing chaos for the country? It's your open border, idiot. <laughs> it's, I mean, and by the way, have you ever noticed how stupid these people are? Green Jean-Pierre is an idiot. <laughs> Alejandro Mayorkas, idiot. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, idiots. The man can barely get out of coherent sense, but how, you're attacking the country. The border is opened by your president. So the, the, the invasion is from your president. It's being disseminated to a very limited degree by Greg Abbott to your doorstep, but the border is opened by your president. Right. Weird, isn't it? It's like Eric Adams goes to Washington, D.C. It sounds like a little, like almost like uh, Dr. Seuss, Eric Adams goes to D.C. book. <laughs> and lo and behold, his campaign manager gets arrested for campaign finance reforms by the feds. <laughs> Eric Adams goes to complain to Washington, D.C. about go, the Biden administration. says the meeting with the president to complain about the illegals pouring in <laughs> to his city and right in the midst, on the way there, on the plane, 
His campaign finance administrator gets raided by the FBI. <laughs> that'll teach him. But don't, him. but yeah, don't, yeah, Harry, that'll <laughs> teach him. He never, he never, he's never going to open his mouth again. Don't tell me that it's not a Goebbels brown shirt Gestapo for the Biden administration, the Democratic Party, and the globalist left, by the way. The FBI eventually would transition to doing what Klaus Schwab tells them to do. All right, here's the mischief video. Here's the orders. Now, now you're seeing it. New record from the Biden administration. Again, just have to give him a, a round of applause. 12,600 border encounters in one day. One day. Okay, we have that. So new, brand new. We see that we're flooded. There's tens of thousands of people that are already crossed the southern border waiting to be disseminated throughout the country by the various Democratic Party-funded NGOs at the border and the endless symbiote circle bleep. We got that. Major emergency. Brand Johnson's claiming to be the other cold and they're hungry, they're everything else. Well, here's, here's what Alejandro Mayorkas brought out. This is his orders. Mischief video. Shocking Border Patrol agents warned. So here's the response. So you have this mass invasion. Aaron's laughing. Mass invasion. And here comes the heroic response of the Biden administration. Border Patrol agents warned by DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas not to misgender illegal immigrants. That's the response. Wow. The response is not to misgender illegal aliens. Don't believe me? Play it for me, other. A new order from DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is warning Border Patrol agents not to misgender illegal immigrants. Yes, you heard that right. So as we watch massive crowds of migrants cross our southern border under President Biden's watch, nearly two and a half million now, it appears the White House is prioritizing pronouns over actually fixing the border crisis or maybe even just addressing it. New DHS orders obtained by the Heritage Foundation instruct agents to, quote, ask individuals about their preferred pronouns. They suggest asking, quote, I would like to be respectful. What name and pronoun would you like me to use addressing you? Or ask, can you please confirm your pronouns or gender identity? The memo also tells agents not to use pronouns like he and she and Mr. and ma'am until they are sure of how that person would like to be. So you have this mass invasion of 10,000 illegals a day where a governor is actually having to respond himself and make it illegal for illegals to be in the state of Texas? You have, that, you have this emergency going on. Where you're going to have the Biden administration between 7 and 10 million illegals that are known by the end of this year, it'll be a minimum of 7 million illegals that have crossed the southern border and are currently in the United States of America, up to 10 million, and again, it's one to five times as many, many, so it's up to 50 million that he's allowed in. You're like, Tom, that's hyperbolic. It's not hyperbolic. All you need to do is go to the CBP webpage. It'll tell you that. It's one to five times what they tell you because they don't know how many people cross that they don't know about, and most people cross without the CBP ever finding them because all the CBP patrol deputies are all in processing centers. Right. Getting baby formula for all the babies and making sure they're using the right pronouns. So you have a mass invasion at the southern border. Mass invasion, 12,000 people a day at the southern border. And here comes the response of Alejandro Mayorkas. <laughs> for example, um, I'll read it as my Alejandro read it. Um, for example, state, I would like to be respectful. What <laughs> name and pronoun would you like me to use in addressing you, can you please confirm your identity, your gender identity? Is it use he, him, she, her pronouns? Use Mr., Mrs., Miss, Sir, Ma'am, or, or salutations? <laughs> <laughs> Do 
That's our. That's the federal government. And I and I and I love all the leftist pundits who are always like, just trust the government, trust the judicial system. Here they are. Our our country's being invaded. Ten thousand people a day are crossing the southern border. Twelve thousand six hundred brand new record. And that's the response from Alejandro Mayorkas is make sure that the 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 actual law enforcement at the border don't stop them from coming in. Just make sure you use the the right pronouns as they're coming in. Right. You're like Tom. It can't be that galactically horrible. It is. It is. I'll try to get to some wins that we have going on right now, but it is that bad. And that's why we have to vote for the right people and we have to pray the right prayers. Yep. If you don't, you're going to lose. If you give up, you lost. You don't give up. You vote for the right people. You vote for legit conservatives, not electable Republicans, legit conservatives. Because electable Republicans go and legislate as as Democrats, so what's the point of putting in an electable Republican who's going to legislate like a Democrat? You might as well try for the real conservative because the real conservative loses. You get a Democrat either way, the other way. All right, let's move on. All right, Fox News tweet, change the subjects on the border, going to the military. Fox News tweet, here's more. Here's more. Hey, you know what? Oh, my gosh. It's, I, I should have put together another list tonight. <laughs> I, should have put, I should have put together another list because Biden keeps setting records. I mean, really, the man... You know, Mr. Pudding Pop there, he keeps setting records. And we need to give him his just just due. 12,600 illegals. And when, oh, by the way, just on that illegal record, what was the previous record set? Two weeks before. <laughs> you know, I guarantee you the record before that was two weeks before. Or a month before. A month and a half before. Whatever it may be, because they break records every month at the border. <laughs> so here's another record for the Biden administration. Fox News tweet. Military experts blame... Biden's DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion push as U.S. military enters 2024 with the smallest fighting force in 80 years. Aaron, what's 80 years back? Let's see. What is it? So it's oh 20 right now. 2023. Uh, uh, 50 back would be 1943. 1943, right? 1943. Yeah. 1943. Yeah. 1943. We have our smallest fighting force <laughs> since 1943. Oof. Congratulations, Democrats. Uh, uh, please justify this as a Democrat. Tell me how your leftist system is working. Tell me how your leftist policies are working. Do we have the small... And how do you... How do you, you know all these leftists who like to... You know, all the, you had the nutcracker, again, apropos... <laughs> name uh, that was performed performed at the White House. They're all women dressed as men. That's, you know, with, with their hyper leftist agenda that Joe Biden put on the White House there. How are you going to defend yourself? You think that if we, if, if all these leftists allegedly are terrified of Russia, right? What do you do if Russia invades with this military force? What do you, how are you gonna, How are you going to continue on with your equity and inclusion, diversity, equity, and inclusion, inclusion policies and legislations and all of your ideals. How are you going to continue on with that when Vlad's in charge? What, what are you going to do with when Xi Jinping's in charge? Do you think Xi Jinping is concerned about whether or not you, he's not like Alejandro Mayorkas. He's not concerned about what pronouns you use. Right. Who's going to defend you? It's, it's really strange because leftists actually subconsciously depend on us to defend them. They, they, it, they're anti-police, but then call the police. If you're anti-police, never call them. Yep. You're not anti-police. And it's just so funny to watch their policies shrink the greatest military in the world. People think, no matter what, America always wins. It's just not the case, folks. You need to understand that. First of all, we've lost our last couple wars. Oh, yeah. If you, if you look at them statistically speaking, we lost. 
Iraq and Afghanistan, yeah, we killed more of their soldiers, but we lost way more. $86 billion worth of military equipment just left on the ground in, uh, in Afghanistan. That was not, listen, that was not, not on purpose. That was on purpose to actually give that to China because China's extorting Joe Biden. You're like, Tom, that's Afghanistan. Afghanistan borders China and has, has great mineral uh mineral capacity inside of inside of Afghanistan for all these lithium batteries that everybody wants built. Yep. All those minerals are now inside they're inside of Afghanistan. And now China owns Afghanistan. China probably is occupying Bagram Air Force Base. And they became the 26th largest army on the planet overnight because of this idiot. This guy's an idiot. And you see there's people that are leftists that aren't idiots, they're agenda driven. No, I, I correct. They're all in the, because why would you ever want the globalist leftist narrative? You have to be agenda. You'd have to be an idiot to want the globalist leftist agenda yeah. to leverage you into a one world commerce system, a single access point. They all, they all, they all laugh and they joke and they love when right wingers' rights are taken away. They love it, never realizing that eventually will turn on them because they're not actually following liberals. They're following globalist leftist bourgeois elitists like Adolf Hitler and Xi Jinping, Mao Zedong. And all the rest of them you can possibly get name. Here, I just wanted you to know our military numbers are the lowest since 1943. Next one, RNC research video. Here's I just wanted to reiterate this one to you because in case you missed it on the pregame, listen, look how seamlessly John Kirby lies. Play for me, Heather. But what killed in Pakistan, the weapons that the Taliban used were the weapons that the U.S. left in Afghanistan, okay. the goggles. I the haven't guns. seen those reports, but let me remind you, please take the opportunity to remind you, we didn't just leave a bunch of weapons in Afghanistan. This is a fallacy. This is a farce. It's fallacy? How's it a fallacy and a farce? When he says, we didn't just leave military equipment in Afghanistan. Explain to us exactly what you did, Johnny boy. <laughs> what, what exactly did you do? You left military equipment on the ground, $86 billion making the Iraq, the Afghani army, which is now called the PLA. The PLA, I know, same as name as the, as the Chinese army. Like I said, China now owns Afghanistan for their mineral rights. You made them the 26th largest army on the planet. I believe it's between Germany. I can't remember the other country now. Germany and one other country. Yeah. Can't remember. Right? But anyway, so just right next to Germany, 26th largest army on the planet. Overnight, and you say it's a fallacy and a farce. Explain to us exactly how it's a fallacy and a farce. If we had a real, if we actually had a real media, they'd ask that question. Johnny boy, little Johnny, explain to us, little Johnny. These people deserve no respect. None. Would I be rude and nasty to them? Maybe. They deserve no <laughs> respect. They're liars and cheats, and half of them are demon-possessed, and they're disgusting people. They deserve no respect. Little Johnny, explain to us. I mean, you think this guy allegedly, he's got some gravitas. He's got a lot of experience. Experience doing what? Right. Experience doing what? 30, putting us $34 trillion in, in, in debt? Doing, experience doing what? Putting drag shows on military bases? Experience doing what? Leaving $86 billion worth of military equipment on the ground in Afghanistan and then calling it a fallacy and a farce that you did so? Experience doing what? Explain to us, little Johnny, how it's a fallacy and a farce that we're missing $86 billion worth of military equipment. It's not here, but it was in Afghanistan. So where is it at, Johnny? Fallacy and a farce? See, what they do is just over time, they know that over the last two years, we've all been saying it was left there. And they didn't notice how little Johnny never actually denied it. 
But now that it's far enough away, he's hoping that the distance will invalidate the story. That's right. It won't. It won't. Here's Rand Paul now. Change the subject a little bit. Still on the this is on the NDAA. Unless some for those of you who don't know what that stands for, which I did three weeks ago, but I know now. National Defense Authorization Act. So this has to do with the military, but it's not just it's not just the military. It's it has to do a lot with surveillance inside the United States of America, i.e., the NSA and the and the CIA spying on American citizens in the State Department, which is just like the CIA, by the way, and just like the NSA. Lying, cheating, stealing people. They're all in it for themselves. They're not trying to secure the country. They're just trying to secure uh, invites to various cocktail parties inside the swamp. That's all that it is. That's all that it is. Nobody's actually trying to, no, nobody's trying to secure this country. Nobody gives a crap. Nobody does. Not inside those. You and I do. The sheriff's departments around this country, you know, and various police agencies, we, we care, and we on the right, we care about securing this country. And still some remnants inside the military care, but certainly not the intelligence community. That's all that, uh, all that, that all that they do is, is attack us. Right. They don't care about securing the country. All they care about is attacking conservatives. That's all they care about. So here's Senator Rand Paul. Merry Christmas. Some of your friends in Congress gifted the surveillance state with authorizations. A little old, I know, but I just had to cover it. The reason why I'm covering it is because I like the speech with authorization to unconstitutionally spy on you, once again, the intelligence agencies that ignore the constraints of their power and will go unpunished as part of the NDAA. We'll watch speech, we'll talk about it. Play for me. Once again, the intelligence agencies that ignore the constraints on their power will go unaddressed and unpunished. And the warrantless surveillance of Americans in violation of the Bill of Rights will continue. Using 702, Americans' communications, content, and metadata is inevitably swept up and kept in government databases without a warrant. Law enforcement agencies then access Americans' communications once again without a warrant. In other words, your texts, your emails, your phone calls are collected into this massive government database without a warrant and then searched willy-nilly by thousands of different employees without a warrant. As Judge Andrew Napolitano points out, the Constitution requires probable cause of a crime to be demonstrated to a judge before a judge grants a warrant. That was the law of the land until FISA. But now FISA has set up a special court that meets in secret, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court, and it authorizes judges on that court to issue search warrants based on a lower standard of probable cause. The Fourth Amendment says you have to prove to a judge probable cause of a crime. This says you only have to prove probable cause of an association with a foreign entity. This is contrary to the Constitution. This is not the Fourth Amendment. The Constitution requires that warrants be issued on probable cause that a crime has been committed. And just going back to front on this, what he's talking about with 702, which is authorization for them to collect your metadata, your text, your phone, your phone calls. Wait a minute, you mean my phone calls are recorded? Yep. Yep. Phone calls, texts, emails, maybe everything, who knows? That's under 702 because that was for FISA, which I'll get into for just a second. But you know how they all lie. It's it's just, it's all, if you ever notice, and I don't want to get too philosophical on this, but it's all sort of the same mentality. It's this tacit connection to some sort of idyllic presumption. Like, the insurrection. Donald Trump is being tried as an insurrectionist. For doing what? 
Then what did he do? Did he fly arms in on Air Force Two? Like, you know, Joe secretly flies Hunter Biden around. Did 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 Donald Trump fly in arms on Air Force Two on 1-6-2021? No. Did he encourage anybody to commit one act of violence? No. Nope. Did he encourage anybody to storm the Capitol? No. So how exactly did he? But it's it, you had some some idiots that were on the right that did go in, into, the, into the Capitol. Even if you were being instigated to do so by federal agents, which they were, you still should have said no. Yep. Now, I don't agree. Now, they all should be out of jail now. I'm just telling you, that's... That, there are there's some stupid people. All you gotta do is pull up the one six videos. There's some people doing some stupid stuff. There is. They all should be out of jail now. They paid the price. I'm just telling you, none of nobody should be in jail for 10, 15 years over what? Unlawful parading on the Capitol, trespassing? No. But he didn't do anything, but they have this tacit connection to some sort of idyllic presumption. That's all that they need. And that's all that CO2 is. Well, normally, in order for you them to wiretap your rear end, they have to have probable cause. Probable cause that you are committing a crime. More likely than not that you are committing a crime. Right. That's the, They have to have that they, to get a warrant. You have to get a warrant. Now there's no warrant required. All they have to have is some sort of tacit connection that there's probable cause of an association with a foreign entity. <laughs> okay, me, I mean, Aaron would know more than me on this, yeah. but me typing on this phone connects me with foreign entities. Oh yeah, especially right? especially because you're like preaching in front of people from different countries. That's it. There yeah. you go. I mean, right Done. now, this podcast, I guarantee you, is being seen by foreign by people in foreign countries. We know the church. We get we get we get people from all around the world that are seeing this podcast right now and and watch the church service. Yep. So there's a, now there's this tacit connection to a to a presumption of some sort of crime. That's right. There's no there's no real it's an idyllic presumption. It's just a presumption. Then they use it then to collect your data and eventually charge you with a crime. That's exactly what they did with General Flynn. He didn't commit any crimes. They charged him under fair violations for an agent, foreign agent registry act. Because and Hunter Biden hasn't been charged with foreign with fair at all. What what name the business that that General Flynn was involved in? Uh, let me let me add it all. That would be nothing. What he was doing was he was he was elected. He was part of the Trump incoming Trump administration. Was uh, and basically was in, basically was going to be in, the uh, intelligence advisor to the president, and was contacting his contemporaries in other countries. That's what everybody has done for the last hundo years. You get elected the month prior to taking office, you contact your foreign uh, contemporaries, and they charge them with fair violations. He wasn't conducting business. He wasn't trying to gain any personal assets. He was doing nothing. Right. But doing what everybody did under the Trump administration, the Biden administration, the Obama administration, Bush one, Bush two, Clinton, Reagan, whoever you, Carter, Ford, Nixon, anybody you want to name. That's what everybody did. Yep. And then, but they, he was in charge, but he was talking to a foreigner and what a, and this is the, this is Farah. Foreign Agent Registry Act, so he's talking to a foreigner, so it has a tacit connection to a criminal presumption. So stupid. That's it. He didn't commit a crime at all. They was even said on his on his three hundred twos, the witness statements for the FBI, that he didn't commit any crimes. But that's all that this is all that this is about. And the, and the biggest crime of all of this is that most Republicans voted for it. Most, and I'm like, how do you not see this? Biting you on your own stupid rear end. Like Nancy Mace. How are you? She makes these alleged great conservative stands. That's why you can't trust the woman. Right. Then she votes for this. 
She, she doesn't think she's going to be spied on? I mean, it's amazing you'll vote for your own demise. And the leftists, you're voting for your own demise too. What happens when, what happens when say you have a, uh, a dishonest uh, criminal Republican that gets elected to, pre- to the presidency? He can now turn the NSA on you because you put the rules in place. How do you not see this turning on your on you? Whether you're a rhino like Nancy Mace or whether you're a leftist, how do you not see it turning on you? All it takes is the right person to be in charge. You get some dishonest actor in charge. You just put the right person in charge of the FISA court, right? The 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 right person in charge of the NSA and the CIA, and this turns on you. Yep, amazing. You can't see it. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's go to Midas, Aaron. Let's go to Gold. There we go. Midas Gold Group, sole sponsor. Of the Tom, sole sponsor so far. We got one other person asking. Sole sponsor of the, Tom, of the Tom Lifey podcast. People say, why go with gold? Where else were you going to go? You have the devaluation of the dollar around the globe. Listen, basically over the last 50 years or so, gold has remained the standard, but the dollar has been a representative of gold, even though they weren't tied together. The USD was around the world acting as gold. Well, they're de-dollarizing us. And they're devaluing they're devaluing the dollar. The people who are devalu- devaluing the dollar and trying to de-dollarize the globe are buying what? They're buying gold. I love the dollar. I hope it survives. I hope it does well. But the only mainstay financial security over the entire history of the United States has been gold. And its value is skyrocketing. Midas is MAGA-owned. Seriously, I've talked to them. Not Rhino Republican-owned. MAGA owned. They're owned by like a, they're owned, they're not owned by Steve Bannon. I'm just giving you as an example. They're owned by like a, by a Bannon. They're owned by a Bongino. They're owned by like a Trump. They're MAGA owned and veteran owned and veteran owned, veteran operated, MAGA operated. That's who they are. And all of their gold is real gold, real asset gold, real gold, legit gold, hardcore, what I call hardcore gold. In your hand gold, not, not accounts of gold. You want your gold. In hand, you got it. Yep. Go to Midas, back up. Listen, get some gold. I'm not saying give up on the world or anything else, but get some gold and put it in your safe. And when you buy it from Midas, tell them that the Tom Lightley podcast sent you. All right, let's go on. Here we go. And wokeness video. Moving on now, just jumping all over the place now. Speaking of Elon Musk, breaking, the EU commission has now filed former proceedings against Elon Musk. What for? I'll let the video talk for itself, then we'll talk about it. Play for me, other. Uh, our message was clear. We have the rules which, has to, which have to be complied with, and otherwise there will be sanctions. <laughs> I think that uh, the confidence has been weakened, and I, I had quite high level of confidence when it comes to Twitter. I have to say that we worked with knowledgeable people, with the lawyers, with the sociologists who understood that they have to behave in some decent way, not to cause really big harm to the society. I always felt that this this notion of responsibility was there. So this is what I don't feel from uh, Elon Musk personally. So what is it, Aaron? So 1943, that was, how many years ago was that now? 80. 80 years ago. Yeah. So a mere 80 years ago, Hitler owned where she's standing. Yeah. <laughs> and she wants another ministry of truth. Yeah. 
They're trying to regulate Elon Musk. They're not, they're not, they're regulating Elon Musk, which means they're regulating us. They want to take off anything that they deem to be disinformation. Now, what they deem to be disinformation or harmful information, like YouTube will always say, we're trying to keep our community safe. <laughs> keep safe from what? The truth. Right. It's, it's not, it's nothing to do with keeping anybody safe or protecting anybody's feelings. It's a matter of keeping the truth suppressed. Anything that they deem to be disinformation, you know, will be the truth. So that what they'll do is go, there's the truth. Label it disinformation. We want it off of Twitter. And that's what's going on. Elon Musk is involved in lawsuits with these people. Because simply they want to regulate speech. The people who have lied to us over the last 45 months or 15 days to flatten the curve, masks work, don't work. Lockdowns work, don't, don't work. Vaccines work, don't work. Vaccines are safe and effective. They're not safe or effective, but deadly. The people lie to us all the time about climate change, being an existential threat to your life. They can't even define what, what level of CO2 makes it an existential threat to your life, but yet say it's an existential threat to your life. Same people that lie to you are now going to be the judge and jury for lies on the internet. Lies on Twitter. They're going to try to regulate. So what they'll do is, basically what they will consider to be lies or myths or disinformation is anything that stands up against the lies of the globalist leftist bourgeois elitist agenda and narrative. That's it. And they're going to take it down. And it's amazing that people like this, again, I know I'm being a little redundant tonight, that they don't see this coming for them. All of Hitler's collaborators ended up dead. Yep. You don't see it coming for you. Number one, if you have a right-wing organization take over who is, who is disingenuous, then they will spin it on you and claim, label everything that's anti-right-wing agenda, disinformation, and ban your sorry rear end. How do you not see it? How do you stand there 80 years after? I mean, come on. It's just a human, basically a, a normal human life term, life expectancy, 80 years. 80 years after Hitler, you're standing there on soil that Hitler forcibly took over yeah. and advocate for a ministry of truth. We already have ministries of truth. If you defame somebody, you can go to court for it. There you go. There's a ministry of truth. That's it. You're allowed to lie. You'll go to hell for it, Revelation 21.8. You're allowed to lie. You're allowed to be a racist. You're just not allowed to commit or entice people to commit violent acts. I agree with that. You shouldn't be allowed to do that. It's called assault. You yeah. shouldn't be able to entice people to commit violent acts. I agree with that. It's not speech. But if you want to say Tom Life was fat and have a dedicated website, TomLifeWasFat.com, <laughs> I hate his gray beard.com. You can you can have you can have anti-white feelings or whatever, anti-whatever feelings you want to have, and state those feelings and make those statements and have those you can. It doesn't mean you're smart or anything else. There's be social repercussions for it, but everybody should be allowed to speak freely. Yep. Everybody. And if you cross lines into defamation, then you'll answer for it. Simple as that, which, by the way, nobody has. Alex Jones did not commit defamation, and Rudy Giuliani did not commit defamation, just so you know. But here's the numbers now. Here's, here's how X is responding, i.e. Twitter. News, X Twitter site, traffic up 22.3%. Year over year from November of 2022 to 2023. So it's not working. Now, here's the thing. Some, the av advertising revenue is probably down because you have like Walmart leaving. We need to have a parallel economy. We need to support X. Because Elon Musk right now is supporting us. If he decides to go all Yaccarino on us, then we need to leave him. Yep. But right now we need to support X. If you're somebody that can buy ads on X, support X. I'm paid to be on X. We need to do it.
Because right now he is part of the parallel economy. What is the parallel economy? We need to have our own social media platforms because right now they're the gatekeepers of success. Who owns the NFL? YouTube. You know, they don't own the NFL time. Well, they own, they own, they own the broadcasting for the NFL. They bought the con billions of dollars, bought the NFL. So now I don't watch the NFL. I watch what I can watch on other platforms, but I refuse to buy. I used to buy the NFL ticket all the time. Now, I didn't buy it from 18, 19, 20, and 21. I bought it again in 2022 because of their anti-police stuff. But now I won't buy it because it's on YouTube. I'm not going to support those communists on there who ban me constantly for telling the truth. Right. I get banned off of YouTube all the time. I'm banned off of all social media platforms except for Rumble. You're like, I'm watching you on Facebook right now. There's like 48 people on, on Facebook. <laughs> I have 30,000 followers on Facebook. When it comes to the church and me personally, 30,000, and there's you know 48 people watching me right now. Right. I mean, come on. Come on. So I'm banned off of both. I'm not going to go buy the NFL ticket from them. I'm not going to do it. So... We have, to have, we have to have our own social media because they are the gatekeeper of success now. Social media is success. TV's going the way of the dodo. I love TV, but it's going the way of the dodo. It's not, it, it, it's gonna, it, it'll fade into oblivion with all the streaming sites and everything else. Yep. It's gonna last, it's gonna be around for a long time, but it's, it's fading hard. The gateway to success, I hate to say it, because you know, I don't want to give them any sort of self-aggrandizement whatsoever, but the gateway to success now is YouTube. Yep. It's not Facebook's antiquated. Facebook's going to die. They're going to go the way of, 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 of uh, MySpace. Slowly, but they're going to go that way. But YouTube, gate, so they determine now. So you have people like various, whether, you know, whether, I don't want to name any names because I, I really don't like to come against people who are conservative. I don't have to. But when they pimp and whore vaccines, I'll come against them. But you have these people now that bend and contort themselves, don't say the truth, Blip out, bleep out words, leave out important statements so they can stay on YouTube. So now YouTube is controlling your speech as a conservative. A leftist, yep. globalist, bourgeois, baby-butchering elitist is now, who loves to lop off penises and breasts, is now controlling your speech as a conservative. Yep. That's why we have to have a parallel economy so they're no longer the gateway to success. Because right now, if you want to succeed, I don't get paid really from this podcast. I get paid from Foundation Church. The podcast feeds into Foundation Church, but I don't get paid. Now, these, whether it's Daily Wire or any other source, uh, any other conservatives that have somehow remained on YouTube, the real ones are long gone. Bannon's long gone. Bongino's long gone. Alex Jones is long gone. The real conservatives are gone because they're not going to bend. They're not going to say what some globalist bourgeois leftist elitist wants them to say so they can stay on the platform and be successful. Yeah. You have to let all that go for the love of money is the root of all evil. Being successful is the love of money. If, if you bow to it, if, if, if success is the most important thing to you, then you bow to the lo- love of money. So we have to have our own gateway to success. We have to have our own Walmart. Our own, it all has to go this way. And there, it's happened. There's, there's other different entities. You got to look into parallel economy. You can look into it deeply with Dan Bongino. I need to get more into it myself. I need to be less dependent on Walmart and all those things, but I still am completely and totally dependent on Walmart. I mean, I've got all my caches of, of prepper stuff that I have ready to <laughs> rock and roll, but still way too dependent on a day-to-day basis. We need to have a parallel economy because they own access. It's like I always tell you, the agenda is what? To leverage you into one world commerce system with single access point controlled by them. Yep. We're not very far from that. They can right now can cut you off of Walmart if they want to. Yep. And say, you know what? You can't, go, you can't come in. They can just take away your credit 
And then, oh, they just go cashless in Walmart and take out and shut down your credit card. They just refuse to use you. They're all connected together. All these banks and various entities through tech, through tech are all connected together. They can just shut you off. And you have no access to those things. We have to have our parallel economy, our own Walmart, our own entertainment, our own doctors, our own nurses, our own hospitals, everything, our own social media. So we're the, we actually own the path to our own success. Where you should be able to be a podcaster like me who started off on week one with 900 people live on Facebook. What, would, what should I have now? If you, if four years ago, it was 900 live on my second podcast. <laughs> 900 live. Second podcast. My first podcast, 96 people. Second podcast, 900 people. Yeah. And then I got shut down. Because they're the, gate, they're the gatekeepers to my success. All right, let's go to the next one. Mischief video. Here's, I'm just talking about social media right now. Here's another, here's another uh, statement about social media from Jesse Waters. Who knew diversity would cost Facebook $4 million? Play for me, other. Facebook's global head of diversity and inclusion, Barbara Furlow Smiles. I knew intimately what it felt like to be left out and not have a voice. And I said, you know what? My life now on is to make people feel included, to make people feel like they had a, a voice. I literally am hired to make sure people have a sense of belonging here. Well, Smiles doesn't belong there anymore. Facebook fired her for scamming them out of $4 million. That's right. Facebook's diversity and inclusion manager has just pled guilty to defrauding the company out of millions by scheming to create fake business deals in exchange for kickbacks. Smiles had her hairdresser, interns, babysitters, nannies, best friends front fake businesses, and then she funneled the kickbacks through them. She even tricked Facebook into wiring 18 G's to her kid's preschool to cover the tuition. Did Smiles also trick Facebook into funding her face shield company? Now, if my diversity and inclusion officer starts up a bedazzled face shield company in the beginning of a pandemic, that's a red flag, Zuckerberg. Smiles made sure Al Sharpton got his own face shield because MSNBC couldn't afford to have Al come down with COVID during the mostly peaceful riots. Race hustler's going to race hustle. And Smiles has now been named to the Race Hustler All-Star team, along with BLM co-founder Patrice Cullors, who disappeared with millions of dollars in charitable donations and magically bought luxury homes in white neighborhoods. Or the anti-racist extraordinaire and CRT icon Ibram X. Kendi, whose anti-racism-centered BU imploded with missing funds and massive layoffs. And now corporate America is doing the walk of shame. Fortune 500 companies are firing these DEI officers left and right in universities right behind them. The University of Oklahoma said it's getting rid of its entire equity team after Oklahoma's governor banned these equity programs. See, it actually ended with good news there. I mean, you got Miss Smiles there with her face shield company, Facebook face shields. <laughs> disappears with four, four, steals $4 million from Facebook. Patrice Cullors disappears for Black Lives Matter, buying giant mansions inside of white neighborhoods, disappears with millions of dollars. Ibram X. Kendi's, uh, what foundation or whatever you call it, his inst whatever his organization basically goes belly up and millions of dollars disappear from that too. But the good thing about it is if people are fed of it, they're, they're fed up with it. Yeah. They're fed up with DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion. They're fed up with it. They're tired of it. The, the governor of Oklahoma outlawed DEI in college, college uh, state funded colleges and universities. It's outlawed. 
They had to fire their entire DEI. Why is there ever a DEI staff to begin with? <laughs> Again, you're at a college. I suppose you, I thought you're supposed to be learning about whatever vocation you want to go into. Yeah. Or whatever profession you want to go into. Why are you having to learn about diversity, equity, and inclusion? What does that have to do with learning? What does that have to do with education? Nothing. So why is it even on a college campus? I don't know. But they've all been fired. It's really funny how the University of Oklahoma, they put out a sad memo that everybody's fired now. Good. Everybody's <laughs> sick and freaking tired of the race hustling race whores that are out there, like Patrice Colors and Smiles and, and Ibram X. Kennedy and Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson and all the rest of them. We're sick and tired of them all. Sick and tired of being called a racist when you're not. And all they have to do is, a, is say that. They, all they have to do is threaten to call you a racist in People Cave. Yep. And it's been, it's been extortion. And by the way, it's criminal. And people like Al Sharpton, who, has, who owes $14 million in back taxes, needs to be criminally charged when they race hustle people. Because that's really what it is, is extortion. You want to talk about defamation? It's basically extortion to defamation. Because what they're saying is, if you don't do what we want you to do, which usually means what? Give to Al Sharpton's organization. Give to Ibram X. Kendi's organization. Give to Act Blue, i.e. BLM. Patrice Colors. If you don't, then we are going to label you as a low scorer on the DEI spectrum. You know, you can shove it. Shove it sideways up your own rectum. You know, because we're sick of it. It's over. It's over, especially in red states. It's over. And speaking of that, red states, the change of subjects. Let's go to the court system here. Mischief video. Congressman uh, Clay Higgins, representative out of, uh, out of Louisiana, tells how the TSA is having air marshals track Trump supporters. Right-wing conspiracy theory, is it? Is it really? Let's find out. Play it for me, other. From Benny Thompson, who's chairman of the January 6th Select Committee. And he sent this uh, to TSA, to the Honorable uh, David Pekoski, who's the administrator of TSA. They want a briefing on efforts to address the travel of white supremacists and other domestic terrorist groups, options for quickly denying air carrier service to individuals posing a potential threat, and uh, current status of efforts to identify and add to watch lists. How far does this go? That letter was the beginning of a executive action by the TSA to use its authority to instruct uh, America's air marshals to track and follow Trump supporters that have been charged with no crime. They were guilty only of, of arriving by air into D.C. on January 4th, 5th, or 6th. And those, those manifests were turned over to the FBI. The FBI went through those manifests. And every American that they identified, that the FBI identified as a Trump supporter that was on those manifests was added to the FBI's suspected domestic terrorist watch list. The FBI created a profile on those people, a suspected terrorist profile. And then and the, the TSA administrator used his authority to instruct the air marshals of America to track those Americans wherever they fly. And still today, it's still happening. This is who our air marshals are following, the Trump supporters. And that letter signed by Benny Thompson, who was chair of the J6 Select Committee, and signed by John Katko, who at the time was a ranking member. Republican. It means the lead Republican 
of the Homeland Security Committee advising the, the Pekoski, the TSA the senior guy, to use all of that authority to track Trump supporters that had not been charged with a crime, who were guilty only of arriving in D.C. by air. And every time they fly, they're being tracked. That's right. So, of course, what's going on there, not to be redundant, but what's going on is if you flew into 1-6 and never have been charged with anything, and they're going to one-hop this rule. That's what 702 is about, the NDAA. That's what it's all about. They're going to one-hop rule it. That's what they use to spy on Trump's one-hop rule. So it's not all, I guarantee you this, and this is this is conjecture on my part, but I guarantee you it's not just 1-6 defendants now that they're following all over the country, that they're tracking all of your movements. I guarantee you it's not because they're one-hopping. You're connected in some tacit way to some person who flew into 1-6 on 1-6. You flew into D.C. on 1-6. You're somehow connected to them. So now the FBI, it's like they, they put together their terrorist watch list list of parents who were testifying at or speaking at school board meetings. They put together a terror watch list. They actually conjured that whole thing up themselves by having the National School Board Association. You actually had... The, it wasn't the FBI. It was uh, Merrick Garland and Lisa Monaco send a letter to the NSA. Not, again, not the National Security Association. The National School Board Association and say, you know what? Send us a letter requesting us to investigate parents speaking at school board meetings. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened with Trump and his classified documents at, at Mar-a-Lago. Right. You had the, uh, what's it called? The archives, National Archives, you had the Biden administration contact the National Archives to then, they said, you know what, National Archives, submit a complaint to us so that we can now investigate Donald Trump from these, because normally what happens is, like I've told you this a, a dozen times before, but Barack Hussein Obama hasn't been in office since 2017. He hasn't been in office, January of 2017. He owes 144,000, something like that, documents to the National Archives, to NARA. They know that, and they're not doing a thing to get that back from them because they don't care. Yep. Don't, they, because it's, this goes on for years with presidential libraries versus NARA, the National Archives, back and forth, back and forth, negotiating for these various documents. Nobody gives a crap. But if they go to the Biden administration through Lisa Monaco and Merrick Garland, send a request to NARA to send them a request. I know it gets complicated. They're requesting a request. So here you have where you have um, the the TSA through the air marshals following Trump supporters all around the globe, tracking their movements. They're not, I guarantee you, and again, this I'm just alleging this, and this is conjecture. I guarantee you they're one hopping it onto other people. Yeah. And they're following lots of people who they consider to be. If, if, there are, if, if via 702, the NDAA and via 702 are collecting our metadata, you don't think they're going to use that to follow, your travel, follow, follow you when you travel? You don't think they're going to use that to track you, to control you, to track your movements? Of course they are. Why are they collecting your metadata? This is, this is, now that is not conjecture. That is not, that is not, that is not me alleging anything. 702, they are collecting our metadata. If they're doing that, and then, and all of this, everything's connected. This is a swamp. This is a cesspool, feces-filled, worm-filled cesspool where you have the TSA, 
Was it again, Aaron? Tr uh, transportation, transportation security, safety, security administration. Security administration. Yeah. Transportation security administration. And the air marshals are connected with the State Department, are connected with the FBI, are connected with the NDAA and 702, connected with the CIA and the NSA. They're tr listen. Th I, this again. This is conjecture, and I'm just alleging it. But they're going to one hop this into basically tracking all political opponents. And if they're not doing it already. So we just need to be aware that it's at least a possibility. So I just want to let you know what's going on with our law enforcement institutions. There's great law enforcement institutions at state and local levels. All federal law enforcement is crap. And most of them are Gestapo for the Democratic Party and the globalist elites. That's an absolute fact. I mean, just look at their record. Yeah. It's all that you need to do is look at somebody's record. Is the border open or is it not? Look at the freaking record. It's open. Simple as that. All right, let me go on to this one. Just have to show you this. For those of you who don't know, Rudy Giuliani was found guilty of defamation. <laughs> guilty of now, Bernie, now, Rudy Giuliani is worth $10 million total. So, you know, I looked it up. It's worth $10 million total. He's found guilty of defamation. Uh, of defaming Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss, her daughter, who in this video calls her mommy. You'll see in just a second. Yeah. Show you 20 seconds of this video. Found guilty of defaming them to the tune of $148 million he has to pay him. He's worth $10 million. <laughs> How does that make any sense? Aaron, go. I have a question. So yeah. if, how much was it? $148 million. $148 yeah. million. Okay, so... Is that because they're supposed to have made that in their lifetime or something? Because that's a joke. Let's be real. <laughs> well, and Aaron makes a great point here because what defamation's about is if you defame somebody to the place where they can no longer make a living. Right. So you would have to project what they're going to make. Now, Ruby Freeman has never made over $100,000 a year in her life. So like $40,000 in a McDonald's gift card should suffice. Should suffice. Yeah. I mean, okay. at most, okay, <laughs> if we want to be even hyperbolic, we can say half a million each. Okay. Yeah, because that's all they would ever make. And I mean, Shea Moss, Shea Moss needs to concentrate heavily on not eating Big Macs <laughs> and not chain swallowing McNuggets, <laughs> as you'll see in the picture here. But they get a hundred forty eight million dollar settlement. <laughs> but who now who makes that decision? Well, the person who made the decision was Judge Beryl Howell, which we'll get to in just a second. So here is Shea Moss. And here's my, here's 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 all I want. We have video. Of Ruby Freeman shoving the same ballots in the same machine. Right. When they shut down counting ballots. And again, again, and I don't mean to be redundant. I'm just, I'm just, you have to tie it all together because it's a mentality. Johnny Kirby, little John John, <laughs> saying, you know what? It's a, it's a fallacy and a farce that we left $86 billion worth of military equipment in Afghanistan. That's a fallacy and a farce with the exception of that we actually left it there. Right. So I just want an explanation. Explain to me how it is that Anthony Fauci walked over to the CIA with six out of seven CIA analysts had determined that COVID-19 came from the lab. And then when Anthony Fauci left, after paying them off, and we have governmental records they were paid off, changed their mind and said, you know what, it's naturally occurring. I just want an explanation. Hey, lefties. Give me an explanation about why Joe Biden, how many pseudonyms was it, Aaron? Over 5,000 times. 5,000 times. Yeah. And governmental emails use fake names. Just give me an explanation. <laughs> give me an explanation about why Ruby Freeman was, 
was putting the same ballots in the same machine more than once. Yeah. So explain that to me. I just want an explanation. Why did she take a, 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 a stack of ballots and shove them into the same machine twice? When vote counting had been shut down. Explain to me why it is that all Republicans had left the room because they were told, they were told it was a water main break. We're no longer counting ballots for us tonight. They all leave the room. All the Republican vote counters, all the Republican observers were told. I'm, all I'm asking for, lefties, is an explanation. <laughs> Give me the explanation. Anything. I won't even fight back. Give me the explanation. I would love to hear because you will sound so ridiculously asinine, idiotic, that you'll, you'll prove my point for me. You'll yeah. prove my point for me. Yeah. So they're told that, you know what, it's over. We're not counting ballots anymore. It's just like John Kirby. We didn't leave any military equipment there, except we did leave military equipment there. We're not counting ballots anymore, except we're counting ballots. You're like, Tom, this makes no sense. Like, yeah, I know, it makes no sense. Because it's all lies, cheating, and stealing. So they get told this water main break was shutting down counting for the night, except they didn't shut down counting. And then you got Shay Shay Moss, who had to be mixing in chocolate truffles while she was counting ballots. <laughs> her and her mommy, she calls her mommy here in this video, are, are counting ballots. That alone, even if, even if they weren't shoving them into the same machines, we know Ruby was counting, more, counting ballots more than once. We have her on video counting ballots more than once. We yeah. have it. So give me an explanation. Yeah. Tell me. There, there's no explanation whatsoever. So explain to us why it is that there's no Republican observers. Why it is that you said that you weren't counting ballots anymore while you were counting ballots? Why did you say there was a water main break when there was no water main break? Why are the only people counting ballots Shea Moss and Ruby Freeman, who ends up getting Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss get, both get a Presidential Medal of Freedom <laughs> for helping to fraudulently elect Joe Biden? And then when a defamation lawsuit, and what kind of attorneys does, does Rudy Giuliani have? But the problem is, it doesn't matter. He could have the greatest attorneys in the world. He's sitting in front of a D.C. judge. Yep. And this goes back to what you've heard me say over the last 45 months, 15 days to fly the curve. If you, All it is, and we have to fight back because what they do is find a way. Okay, so all, that, all they have to do is this. Ruby and Shay Shay fly to D.C., get on their phone and play a video of Ruby, of Rudy Giuliani saying that they cheated in the election. Now they can say it occurred in D.C. Yep. You see this, Aaron? Yep. Okay. So they say it occurred in D.C., so now they get in front of a D.C. judge named Judge Beryl Howell, who just won an award from a woman's lawyers group. She was introduced by Loretta Lynch and shared the stage with Lisa Monaco, <laughs> Merrick Garland's deputy. That's who's in charge of your case. Think about it. You're going to get a fair trial? From somebody who's sharing a stage with Lisa Monaco and Loretta Lynch? No. So you, all they have to do is say, I was defamed in D.C. because I, I flew to D.C., got my, my, my fat fingers out on my fat phone, played the video of Rudy Giuliani defaming me, so now I'm in the right jurisdiction. Now there's a blue judge, blue jury, blue grand jury, blue appellate court, blue prosecutor, finished. You're like, people wouldn't do that. They would go in there as, as a jurist, whether it's a jurist as a judge, jurist as a prosecutor, jurist, jurist as a defender, or jurist as a jury member, and you'll be unbiased. Folks, stop lying to yourself. Right. Pull the blinders off. Stop lying to yourself. If you go in front of a blue judge and you are, and it's for any sort of political trial or any trial whatsoever, and for a stolen bike, they're going to find you guilty. Yep. No matter what exculpatory evidence you have, 
you will be found guilty. You could have, I've said it a dozen times on this show, you could have a video of yourself not committing the crime out of the freaking country and a, a, another video of the person actually committing the crime. It's completely exonerates you. You'd still be found guilty. You're like, no, you would be found innocent. You'd be sprung from that <laughs> system. Who's going to spring you? Yeah. You just would be let loose? No, the judge decides whether you're let loose or not. And it doesn't matter whether you have an exculpatory video of you not even being at the country at the time of crime and a video of somebody who actually committed the crime. Doesn't matter. They find you guilty. Who's going to set you free? Yep. You ever really think of these things analytically? You should. Because this is their plan, to haul you into front of blue jurisdictions. Now, what's the answer to this? Very simple. What Rudy Giuliani needs to do is take a video of Shea Moss defaming him, as she's doing in this video, as Ruby Freeman is in this video, fly down to Tampa, get out of the plane, get on the phone, have them defame you in Tampa. Now you got a red judge, red jury, red jurisdiction, red prosecutor, And a red grand jury and a red appellate court. Yeah. That that's that's the status. That's where we are at, just so you know. That is it. That's the truth. Here's Shea Moss. Play for me, other. The lies Rudy Giuliani told about me and my mommy after the 2020 presidential election have changed our lives. And the past few years has been devastating. The flame that Giuliani lit with those lies and passed to so many others to keep that flame blazing. It's been devastating, but she has not missed any meals. <laughs> I mean, it's been devastating, but she has not lost any weight, so she's not made sure she hasn't missed any meals. But that is the status of our court system. You need to understand that. And we have to fight back. We're going to have to, because they're all rejoicing at this. Oh, Rudy Giuliani, by the way, he's never going to pay it. He doesn't have this to pay. No. Alex Jones going into his defamation lawsuit had $10 million in the bank. He now owes a billion. <laughs> he owes just under a billion dollars in defamation payments to Sandy Hook parents. So ridiculous. I mean, come on. It's never going to get paid. And he's worth $10 million. He couldn't be. I mean, Rudy's got to be well into his 70s now. He's going to make $148 million? So that we ha it has to, they have to answer because right now they're rejoicing. Whether it's the Krasensteins, all the leftist pundits, the Medea Sons, MSNBC, and their various pundits, Jake Tapper, they're getting what they deserve. Well, Jake Tapper, we have you on video line. Right. All I have to do, if I was a big name, if I was Rudy Giuliani, if I was Donald Trump, General Flynn, big name guy, I would, I'm not kidding you, I would get, I would, Get videos together on phone and fly into red jurisdictions and watch them defame me. Yep. And file lawsuits in the red jurisdiction. That's the answer. That's the answer. Make them live with their own policies and their own procedures, just like they're having to live with their policies and procedures at the border. And then they start crying and complaining. That's what you got to do. And they'll stop with the, yeah, he's getting what he deserves. That's what they do to Trump, too. He's getting what he deserves. I mean, you know, we'll start trying you then for your classified documents. Right. In red jurisdictions with red judges and red juries. A red citizenry. Yeah, well, you see, it will, it will turn on you, but we have to have the balls to do it. We have to do it.
We have to fight fire with fire. All right, that's it. Three minutes overtime. That's good. Listen, back here Thursday night. We're back all week. I'm going all the way to the 23rd. We're here all week long. Uh, We'll be off the Tuesday after Christmas and the Thursday after Christmas, right back the Saturday after Christmas, though. But we're here all week long, all week live right here. Back here Thursday night, 8.30, 90 minutes of fury. I know I keep saying it, but these, listen, these post games are on fuego. They're awesome. You got to stick around for the post game. What do we got on Rumble right now, Aaron? We got 544. 544 people on Rumble. We're trying to build to 1,000. Like and share, like and share. 544 on a a holiday week. I'll take it, baby. 647 people watching. If you're watching on any other platform, switch over to the parallel economy that doesn't ban your friend Tom. (laughs) Rumble doesn't ban me. They're banning me everywhere else. Telling you, shadow banning or outright banning. Switch over Rumble. It's very easy. Even a guy like me can get to the Rumble app. All you got to do is go to your app store on your phone, hit Rumble, and watch me on Rumble. But I love each and every one of you, no matter what platform you're watching. Back here, Thursday night, 8.30, full 90 minutes of fury. Listen, one last time, God bless you. You'll lay hands on the sick and they will recover. You'll cast out devils. You'll speak with other tongues. You drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt you. You'd be like Paul in Acts 28, 3 and 5. A viper could fasten on you. You just pull it off, throw it in the fire, and suffer no harm. But you're not interested in that. You just want a very placid, Holy Spirit, uninvolved Christianity. You're going to be miserable that way. You're actually inoculating yourself against greatness. You're inoculating yourself against the miraculous. you got to dive in. Everything you want, Lord, I want A lot of people don't pray that because they're afraid of what God wants. Whatever God wants is your maximum happiness. Whatever you think is great for you is not. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Let it go. Let your life go. You'll be a much happier person. That's as sweet as I can be. That's as sweet as I can be. You'll be a much happier person. watching the Tom Lipley podcast, please consider investing in our program. Go to TomLipley.com and donate $25 or more and we will send you this TLP mug warmer. We look forward to you tuning in next week and thank you for giving.